Hey, it's Trista Eason, and I own Flex Appeal in Wichita Falls, Texas, and we increased our average revenue per member by over $100. Whoa, Trista, that's a huge number. Would you mind pulling back the curtains and telling everyone about exactly how you did it today? Yeah, I am happy to share because I know a lot of gym owners are in the situation we were in when we signed up with TwoBrain. Uh, we actually officially joined right after the pandemic, right when we were about to be able to reopen. And um, we took advantage of every ounce of free material that Two Brain put out. And then when we had to go through the shutdown, Chris Cooper told us exactly how to do it. And it worked. And so when we came back, we knew, okay, we have to get on with Two Brain and uh, pay. You know, if this, if this material was free, and it worked for us. What more could we get uh, when we actually sign up and have a mentor working with us, kind of holding our hand through the whole situation? So uh, before the pandemic, before anything, I opened a gym on my own uh, after the one I worked at just closed. And I had literally no idea what I was doing. I just knew what not to do based on what they did and charged the, the lowest price in town. Ooh, I did and that too. <laughs> I thought I needed to have every member that I could get. And the whole reason I got into training was because I really wanted to serve women. That's who our demographic is. And I just got really overwhelmed realizing, you know, I'm barely able to make a living uh, and to serve these women to the extent that I want to at this low, low rate, because I've got to take so many clients just to make ends meet and then pay the bills. Um, but I'm not able to serve them in the way that I really imagined when I first opened. And I felt very outside of my core values and my original mission. It just didn't feel right, but I didn't know how to charge more and do something completely different than everyone else in town. I bet you were stressed. Were you just losing your mind at that point? So stressed, so burnout. I never saw my family. Um, the whole point of, you know, owning your own business, you think when you begin is, I'm going to have so much free time. <laughs> and when you figure out how much you're making per hour, realistically, when you track your real hours, not your hours just in the gym, you realize you're not making any money. And, you know, we all say it. I, I talk to many gym owners from the group and no, none of us originally went into it to make money, but I also don't want to just pour money back into it and get nothing. Um, so the things we did to really increase our revenue, first thing I did was to hire someone when I could afford it. Um, then I was able to more evenly distribute my time with the clients. And I realized, okay, not everyone just wants this base package. They do want to add nutrition and want a little more nutrition. They do want um, just a mobility session with our mobility specialist coach. So we kind of took a note from Two Brains book. And instead of one person trying to be everything for every member, we each began to specialize uh, in different areas of health, wellness, fitness, and kind of niche down what we do and how we do it so that we are now offering a premium service. And offering it. And no, not everyone takes it, but most members, they, they want a little bit more coaching. And I mean, I know that sounds super simple the way I made it sound. And it's not when you don't have that as part of your offerings, but when you just start looking at what do the clients really need and want, 
and realize they will pay more for what you do. And when you recognize your value, um, that's how you can increase your revenue for sure. Well, I'm going to dig in and ask you a couple of specific questions because, yeah, it seems simple, but I will tell you from my experience, in some ways it is because what I did originally, I just sold group coaching. That's it. And I set my rates. I pulled them out of the air and set my rates. And that was that. I did that for, I don't know, eight years, something like that, six years, maybe. When I offered other stuff, guess what happened? People signed up for it. And it was as simple in many cases as just saying, hey, we offer personal training sessions in addition to group classes. And our clients said, really? Can I buy one? Pretty yeah. easy. So it was as simple as just knowing that I don't just have to sell group classes. I could expand and offer other stuff. And that came with nutrition, personal training. And then of course, there are all the other things where you can do habits, coaching, life, you know, stress management, all the other stuff that a good coach can do. But I'm going to ask you a question before we get into that. You said okay. that to get out of the ditch, you had to hire someone. And you said you weren't making a ton of money at the time and you were stressed. So how did you find the, how did you hire someone and how did you know that you could do it and not go under? Uh, I am what everyone has, um, pointed out. I am extremely optimistic. (laughs) Like, I just don't see that something bad could happen. And, um, one of my clients actually had, um, a girl that her son was dating. They're married now. And she was looking to get into the fitness business. And I took a chance on her, did more of a mentor type thing just to see, you know, what can I do with this girl? Um, she was 19. I was 30. We had such an age difference. Um, so I got to know her a little better. She shadowed me for a while and I just finally was like, okay, you're on your own. And we just went through the growing pains of, you know, there's going to be some clients who struggle with change and some clients who love change. So just kind of developing that relationship with her, really showing her what the vision of the gem was so that she could go do it on her own without you know, needing me there all the time. Um, that helped. And I know a lot of, um, gym owners struggle with hiring someone because they think, where am I going to get the money to do that? But if you do a really good job bringing them on board, the money they make is the money that will pay them. So it's not coming Uh out of your bank that you already, you know, that's your money. And hopefully you can afford to pay yourself. But, you know, that was one of the things I had to really get through my head. She will bring in money and that money will pay her. So were you working with a two-brain mentor at the time when you did this? No, that was just luck. Um, okay. I had a lot of luck. I had a lot of really good fortune. Uh, and no, that I actually wasn't. But, you know, after we went through ramp up and everything, it did help bring on more hires and realize, okay, that was a good move. That was fine. There were still some things that we did that we, you know, shouldn't do because I did not know how to pay staff. I had no idea. The reason I ask is because I was curious to see what you would answer, like how, you know, you brought this person on because we have a process and you know, now from two rain, there is an actual process. So when gym owners out there saying right now, I haven't a clue how to hire someone and then find the revenue for that. There actually is a process. It's called climbing the value ladder. A mentor will lead you through it. You'll take a look at all the stuff you do, and then you're going to offload the lowest value rules. And they're not unimportant. They're just not as important as say sales or CEO roles. So you'd start probably with cleaning and then you might do coaching and other things like that. There is an exact process as you go through it, you will find ways with your mentor to make the revenue to pay for that hire. 
So you managed to do it and you did a, you did a great job doing it on your own, but there actually is a process too. So if Jim wonders, if you're struggling and don't have a clue, I know that a mentor can get you through that. So that's step one is getting, getting yourself a little bit of space so you can stop looking, you know, down and in at the business and you can start, start looking up and out. And when you have that free time, Trista, as you said, you can start thinking, what else can I do to serve my clients? So I know yes. your mission. You, uh, I've got this from your website. I'm just going to pull this up here. Uh, the Flex Appeal mission, positively impact the lives of women and their families. We know that a strong woman equals strong children. A healthy woman equals a healthy family. An empowered woman equals more opportunity. If you let it, this place will change your life. So you've got your avatar dialed in. You know who you want to serve. And then without the stress of like, I'm working a million hours, you can stop and start thinking, how can I serve that person better? So take me a little bit. You yeah. talked a little bit about it. Talk to me about some specific things that you did there that you saw like right away. Wow. This increased my ARM. Like I'm seeing this number move as a direct result of what I just did. So one of our um, favorite things that we learned to implement from two brain is the no sweat intro. We used to just take any and everyone, let them come in the gym, let them try out a free class, a free week, three weeks sometimes. <laughs> yep. And you know, then we would realize these people we're giving free classes to don't really understand what we do. They just got to experience us, you know, here for this hour. And, and we're assuming that they just want group classes or we're assuming they just want one-on-one -on -one training. So that no sweat intro really gave us an opportunity to really show them what we offer and not limit them to what they might purchase with us based on our assumptions. So I made this mistake. I assumed everyone wanted group coaching because that's all that I offered. When I started sitting down with clients, and that's what a no sweat intro is, that's two brain lingo for just a free consultation where you sit down and talk to a person about goals rather than just throw them into a class and have no idea, hey, did you like the workout? You actually sit down, ask them what they want to accomplish, and you give them a plan to accomplish that. And then you show them the price for the ideal plan, and they probably sign up. Two brain data shows that the no sweat intro works really, really well, and it does increase ARM dramatically. So if you do that, you start talking to people and they sign up for other services. And you said you you had built some other services because you sat down and think, what does my avatar need to succeed as a woman? And mm -hmm. you offered additional stuff. Tell me about some of the other stuff that started to show up as services at your gym that you were able to bring up in a no sweat intro. One of the big ones that was one of the first things we introduced that we realized, wow, we could make extra money just offering something like this. Um, it's a class we call Peach. It's all about training the glutes, growing the glutes. It was a specialty <laughs> course we offered. It was when like butts were really being popularized again. Yeah, yeah. And so we offered a class all about the Peach. It was a huge hit. And, you know, when you look at the metrics and you're kind of surprised about how much you made on it and who signed up that you may not have expected to, you realize really the sky's the limit when it comes to specialty courses. And then um, we realize, you know, a lot of women struggle with body image issues or disordered eating, diet culture. Mm. So we kind of ventured into learning more about specifically training women, um, getting our Girls Gone Strong certifications and our Precision Nutrition certifications, just so that we could offer more than just here's a meal plan, here's a workout, it should work for you. Because we recognize that that's what they've been told in the past. And we wanted to offer um, more of a camaraderie, more of a relationship than a coach to client, us just over them. Uh, we wanted a partnership with our, our clients. 
So you've hit on a couple of big things here, and I'm just going to point them out for listeners. The first one, we've gone over a little bit, no sweat intro. Every gym that starts doing no sweat intros increases average revenue per member. We have data on it. It is a thing. Okay. The second thing is specialty programs. They don't run all the time. They can if you have a schedule for them and so forth, but specialty programs that you bring up. So Peach was one that Trista talked about. You could do Olympic weightlifting. You could do anything like a diet challenge if that was in your culture. Whatever works for your client avatar, you could do specialty programs. The cool part about that is if you pay a staff member properly, and we call it the four-ninths model, you're going to pay that staff member 44% of program revenue. So this isn't a staff cost. Any, it's tied to the revenue that's brought into the program. The staff member makes more if more people come. So does the gym. Everyone is happy. So that's a huge way to increase ARM because some existing clients are going to buy that specialty program. Some clients from outside your gym. Did you get any peach each any peach people who came from outside the gym? Oh yeah, we yeah. had so um, new members, right? Many members, yeah, new members, stay? and then. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So that's another way you can acquire people from outside the gym. That's a just a fantastic way. So you've got these specialty programs. Then we've got additional services. So you went out and got some credentials that allowed you to offer something that would help your avatar, nutrition. You could do other things. You could say, I want to teach people how to specialize in marathon training or, or uh, mindset coaching or whatever you, else you, your avatar would need. Those three things you know, if I would put, say, a specialty program, a group membership, and a nutrition coaching package, that might equal something like $350. I don't know. Is that is that kind of, at least, I mean, in the ballpark there, Trista, of what you would charge? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because when you realize, I, as a, a, a mentee um, of Two Brain, before Two Brain, no, I probably wouldn't have spent the money I do monthly because, again, I, I was in that scarcity mindset. I can't mm. afford to do that. And once I got a mentor and actually put the tools to use that he was giving me, my mentor, by the way, is Sean Ryder. He would ah. be, I think, disappointed if I didn't mention him. No, he's a good guy. Uh, he a props. He's a great guy. Um, but having somebody that's giving you kind of step-by-step and you, you take their cues and they actually work kind of reinforces the value. And it's the same thing with our clients. We're realizing, you know, we're, we're going to give you very high value coaching and if you take our advice, you'll see the value in the coaching. And then the cost isn't so much because how many people are signing up for something over here, or something over there? When you add up all the prices, you know, there are 40 different gym memberships, they're calorie counting apps. They're spending that anyway. But if you could have them dial it in and trust you and just get that coaching information from one source and trust one source. Um, they'll see that they're actually not spending any more money, uh, and they're not wasting any money because well, you're they're getting results. Is, it's valuable. Yeah. 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 Uh, any other programs that you added in addition to that, that contribute to your ARM? Anything we're missing? Uh, Hopefully. we actually have a, uh, a specialist in mobility and okay. that's come in very handy because, you know, you'll have those clients who don't want to come in because something's achy. Let's put you with Jennifer, our mobility specialist, instead of just skipping a session. So Retention you're still getting value. Well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just kind of paying attention to what would get someone out of the gym and giving them more reason to be in the gym. I'm going to ask you about a couple of specific things that I don't know if you do or not, but I'll just ask because they are things that often contribute to ARM. Do you sell t-shirts, retail supplements, anything like that? We do. It's really not one of our big things that mm-hmm. we push because um, we are such a small gym. Um, at most, we have about 89, 90 members, but we don't need a ton of people. And I feel like they can only buy 
so many of our t-shirts, but uh, we do, we'll do like a monthly order every now and then for one design. Um, But it's not something we really depend on because our ARM is so good Mm -hmm. through other things. So consider a gravy and a lot of gyms don't rely on that kind of stuff, but some gyms do, they do okay with, with supplement and retail sales, uh, specifically often ones in gyms in uh, tourist locations or whatever, get tons of people like, you know, Las Vegas gyms, for example, often sell a lot of t-shirts, Hawaii, same thing. That's something at your gym. If you're looking to raise ARM, you might do that. I would encourage you to do pre-orders rather than stocking a ton of inventory, but that's something you could definitely look at doing. Uh, how about PT? Do you do PT? Uh, like physical therapy? Uh, sorry, personal training. Oh, personal training is really our biggest um, revenue because it used to be small groups. But okay. once we kind of realized small groups are fine, but really people want more of an intimate setting or a closer relationship with this person they're trusting. And we do find they'll open up more and kind of tell you more about what's going on in their life. If rather than in a group, they're not going to say, yeah, I binged you know, last night after work. So it it gives a lot more opportunity to build that relationship further. And it didn't used to be our largest revenue, but it absolutely is now. Okay. So that's another thing that I've heard gym owners out there. I've heard this from many, many gym owners who are having success. The giant groups, you know, 20, 30 people running one giant class, maybe not the way to drive up your ARM. Better Smaller groups, I've heard uh, semi-private training. Brian Bott has an episode. uh, We'll put it in the show notes for you. Small groups or personal training delivered in small groups can drive up ARM a huge degree. So Trista, you looked at your client avatar and said, these people will succeed more with a smaller relationship. So small groups and PT, that's a higher value service than a giant group where you might get a little bit of coaching for two or three minutes during the hour. Nothing wrong with those groups if that's what people want, but you can sell more. You can also, with a group model, sell PT in addition, in a hybrid model. So it's like, I have my group membership, but I also want to work on Olympic weightlifting. Tack that on. That is an ARM builder. How about kids? Do you have kids programs? Yep, we have kids programs. Uh, Uh, They're largely built out by just clients' kids. And it's not just random children that we had to go find. So I'm guessing that the marketing kind of solved, the marketing problem solved itself right there. Yeah. And that's actually one of our values. We want to create generational change. Uh And so, you know, if mom maybe has an unhealthy relationship with food in her body and her daughter's seeing this, um, it's a great way for us to help uh, intervene and kind of redirect. And they can see mom work out. They can come work out. Uh, We're very family friendly. We will allow men to come work out with us. They don't typically, but, um, you know, moms will bring daughters. Mm -hmm. And they don't always work out in the same class. We do have kids-specific classes, but um, that's that's really important. That's part of our core values. So making sure the, the kids have a place to come learn to move their body, uh, and then it's fun. And the kids tell their parents how fun it is, so they keep paying for it. Kids programs, again, if, that's, if, if, you, if you serve parents, and most people do, obviously, kids programs are a no-brainer right? You don't have to go looking for these kids. All you have to do is say, I've got a kids program and your members are going to say, how do I sign up my kids? Because they're always looking for activities. They already know, like, and trust you. There's almost no marketing attached to this. You can just put up a poster and you will get kids in that program. And that increases the value and even better generational fitness. And it serves your target market. So again, that's saying, so I, I was almost certain you had a kids program because when I see you talking about, you know, who you want to serve, 
kids mm-hmm. would be a natural extension of that. Yeah. Uh, is there yep. anything that we've missed in this ARM? Anything that uh, ones that I'm not thinking about? I think that the number one thing that I haven't touched on, I think I've said a lot of number one things, but um, having a really good staff that you can share uh, responsibilities with mm-hmm. and that you trust, I think that's really important and making sure you've got a good hiring process where they fully understand what your vision is, what the mission is, and then you just kind of set them free to to work as much as they want and to earn the money they want to earn, um, that, that they're going to have that same investment in your business as you are because it does benefit them as well. Listeners are here for average revenue per member, but we have another thing called effective hourly rate. And that is the all the time you put in the business divided by what you take out of the business in terms of salary, dividends, whatever else you pay yourself. Higher numbers are better. You can only drive that number up so high as an individual in a gym. However, if you start to hire people on these four, four nights models, they're growing special programs, they're making money, your business is making more money. All of a sudden, you can make a huge hourly rate because you are now a business person and a CEO you're not just a personal trainer in a gym slaving away for $50 an hour. So there is an mm-hmm. entire plan that goes into that as well. So ARM, four ninths model hiring, specialty programs, all this stuff does contribute to an overall stable business where you're a CEO and a high effective hourly rate. So you've got a ton of interesting stuff going on there. I'm going to ask you one final thing, and I bet I know the answer. Do you have a bunch of roles and tasks in place that govern your staff and hiring to make sure that people are always operating according to your vision? Oh yeah, absolutely. We have a staff playbook. We have a group um, for our for our staff to kind of always talk in. Um, we have our SOPs, standard operating procedures, clearly written out with everything we do in the facility, and we're constantly updating them too to make sure they're up to date. That there's no question about what you should do. Um, you don't have to get a hold of me first. You can check the SOPs. You can check the playbook. The answers are there. And that gives these people, they're, they're adults, and that gives them this sense of ownership with the, with the business, too. They know exactly what to do. They're confident in their jobs. And knowing that they've got a good place to work, I haven't personally had a hard time hiring people because we pay well, we treat our staff well, and uh, we give them kind of the entrepreneurial um, idea that Two Brain recommends, and they love it. There is a ton of stuff in here, listeners, for you to take a look at. Everything from dialing in your avatar, roles and tasks that are the foundation of every specialty business or uh, every successful business. There's, and then tons of other things. But I'm going to give you one thing. If you are lost at sea, and Trista, you tell me after I say it if you agree with me, if you were going to do one thing today at the end of this, what I would do is I would start doing a no sweat intro when you get people into your gym. And I will tell you that's going to increase your ARM. Trista, do you disagree or agree with me? Totally agree. And when you go into it, don't go into it thinking this gross salesperson mentality. Think about how am I actually going to help this person in front of me? And if I can truly help them, I don't feel weird making these suggestions and worried about what they're going to say about the prices. If I truly think I'm helping them, it's worth it. Thank you so much for sharing all that, Trista. Gym owners are going to increase the ARM because of you. Thank you so much. That was Trista Eason, and this is Run a Profitable Gym. I'm your host, Mike Workington. I'm telling the stories of amazing gym owners all the time, so please subscribe for more episodes. And if you're on YouTube, please hammer that like button too. Now, here's Chris Cooper with a final word. Hey, it's Two Brain founder Chris Cooper with a quick note. The Gym Owners United Facebook group has more than 5,600 members, and it's growing daily. 
If you aren't benefiting from the free tips and tactics and resources that I post daily in that group, what are you waiting for? Get in there and grow your business. That's Gym Owners United on Facebook or www.gymownersunited.com. Join today 